Ah, yes. Z. Z. Z did that. So if you like it, give him props. If you don't like it, give him some shit. Give some props to the old Z, man. Yeah. So before we get started, I want to say this. I was at work today doing my second shift. And it's the last time I got to go out to the corner, do my do my job for a week and a half because the kids are out of school. Nice. And I'm standing there. And this dumbass bitch, I'm going to say it because I don't care. This dumbass bitch didn't even, there was no squealing tires or nothing. 35 miles an hour in her little Ford Festa, Fiesta, whatever the fuck it was, slammed into the back of a Ford Explorer. Oh, wow. So, wow. so fucking hard that she made the Ford Explorer go forward into the back of a big old Super Duty Ford pickup truck, damaged his tailgate and his bumper. That's how hard she she fucking hit this thing. All her airbag, her curtain, her all, all that shit blew up on her. Well, the guy who lives in the house was waiting to pull out. He saw the whole thing, too. When he went to go see if she was okay, he looked on the floor, and there was a YouTube video playing on her phone. Uh, there you go. Fucking, go. fucking cunt bag. Fucking drove. This is a elementary schools here, man. I'm standing there, you know, to help kids cross the street, and this bitch ain't paying attention. She, it's like, dude, I could have been hit. A kid could have been hit. Fucking twat waffle. But yeah, she was watching a YouTube video. Didn't even apply her brakes at all. Thirty-five miles an hour, dead into the back of that Explorer. I was yeah, like, I, I, I saw the picture. You posted. Posted. I thought that was somewhere else, but no, it was right there at fucking uh, right in uh, Randolph. It was right there, man. Like. Fuck. People just, man, they got their heads yeah. up their asses these days. So do me we a favor. Blame it on the Christmas season, I guess, you know. Do me a favor, people. Watch your phone later. You're get where you're going, and then you can watch your phone. If you you know, don't it's not it's not it's not that important. It's not that important. Well, if she was watching neighbors talking shit, it'd be okay then. She yeah, I mean that'd be all right. Yeah. But she was probably watching some, you know. She was a big woman, and I'm not picking on big women, but I'm just saying she was probably watching either a cookie recipe or a Weight Watchers video. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know I'm being mean right now. Magic Mike highlights or something. Right. And I know that's mean of me because you're a little pick on the fat chick. I'm a fat dude. But she could have killed somebody today. She could have killed herself. I mean, she fucking hit hard, dude. That car is totaled. It's totaled. They'll fix the Explorer in the fucking Ford, but her shit's gone, man. She's gonna be walk. She's gonna have to get that bus pass. Yeah, she's gonna have to get that bus pass. So I just wanted to throw that out there. The other day, I just figured you'd think it was weird if I was out standing in front of your house. What were you gonna do the other day? I was thinking about taking the bus just to go drive it around, you know, because my my car's out of out of whack. So so I was just gonna ride the bus around and, and be one of those bus people for a while, you know. You could take the bus. You say if you use your special red, white, and blue card, you get a discount on the bus pass on the bus fare. I didn't know that, man. I yep. didn't know that. Yep, it's we half got, price. We got, the, we got the special benefits going on, you know. Yep, half. It's half price. It's half price. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. You know, Just, like when I was like 13, 14, up until I got my license, of course, but. And, and not to be mean, and not to be mean, but you need to sit on the side of the bus. That has the driver. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people on the 
sitting on that side are going to think you're staring at them the whole time. <laughs> you want to be on the other side of the bus so you're always looking out the window. Hey, man, that's half the fun, though, dude. <laughs> Look at that guy. Look, he's looking at me. And I'll just bring be sitting a, there jamming my tunes out or something. But Bring a book not, of the chicken. No, no, no. I haven't, haven't had a bus yet, though, so... I'm gonna look at your truck. I was, I felt, I was ashamed of myself yesterday. No, nah, don't be, don't be at all. What happened is, is uh, it doesn't have any power, so we think the neutral lock is on. You know, when it it, it locks up and you can't get your keys forward or back because there's just absolutely no power at all. It's, I tell you, man, I replaced the battery, or Mister Z replaced the battery. I'm sorry. Thank you again, Mister Z, and. uh had problems with it again and just didn't drive it enough. And now it's, now it's toast again. So you staying home tomorrow or you got somewhere to be? Uh, I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow. Fun stuff. All right. You'll have to let me know when you get home and I'll come over there and I'll go in the garage and I will uh, mess with it. I got, I, I think, I think maybe I know what's going on, but I don't want to say okay. anything. I don't want right. to look stupid to the viewers. If it comes back that I was wrong. So I'm right. just going to say I have an idea, and I will come over tomorrow. So just let yeah, me I'm know. I'm okay. I look stupid to the viewers anyway, so I'm I'm just running with it, you know. Right. I I I I have a reputation to uphold. Right. Whether it's a good rep or a bad rep, I got you know. Even if you have a bad reputation, you know, like if you're if you have the reputation of an asshole, you need to fucking live it and be an asshole all the time. Yeah, just right. You so, don't want to be inconsistent, you know. I mean, right. You wanna, so. Right, so when, true. whether you have a good reputation or a bad reputation, live that reputation. That's right. Life on the edge of a knife. Wait, what? That's the name of the song, right? Edge of living edge on of the edge of a gun. Yeah, living on the edge of on the edge of a gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to play that. I'm gonna play not this show because it's Christmassy, but one yeah, of these days yeah. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna know, play. And it then, uh, we got that. You got the cover tune show coming up too. So yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday, Grandpa Undercover. That was. That was Z's idea. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it was his idea. Yeah, yeah. Now, Great. see, that one's it's kind of becoming a little bit rough because yeah. I'm trying to think of good, decent covers, and I have a few, but I can't get my three uh, set in stone. So I'm so, glad I got a little bit more time. For well, at least Rhodes won't have a hard time. I can't believe he pulled out a banger for Christmas, dude. Like I, I was gonna give yeah. him a to say, "Hey, you don't have to do it this week." He's nope. Challenge accepted. All you guys, you all knocked, you all knocked it out of the park. Yeah, Steve, I, I thought it was one of the best ones. Yeah, my my anonymous requester, um, requested uh, that that Hall of Notes song. That was a little gay, but it was still a good song. So right. it was still a home run in my book. Maybe some right, other yeah. people would have been like, "What is this shit?" But it, it I wasn't, thought it wasn't like wham level gay or anything like that. So. No, 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 not no, no. The anonymous requester comes through. Sometimes, yeah, in a pinch, you know, he does a good job, you know. But, I, but still, on that subject to Wham, man, you know, I started thinking, I think it's almost statistically impossible that you go an entire Christmas season without hearing that song. Nope, you know, I did I, it. I'm like pretty much a shut in, and I somehow hear that song like 10 times. Mm. So, I, I don't, uh, no, nope. I hope you make it, man. I hope you get through. You're watching the wrong stuff on TV. I I get I got lucky last year, and I'm getting I I get lucky this year. Now, uh, a friend of mine, it's, G it's TikTok, is what it is. Man. Yeah, 
Colonel Gene sent me a text message earlier, a voice message, and my reply to him was, I'm not opening that because yeah. I'm not opening it. He, he sent me an LOL. I knew it was there. I knew it was going to be in there somewhere. Was, yeah. so I was like, so I didn't open it. No, sir. I'm not. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, not I just sent you that song as well, man. I, I, I could have got you right there, but, you know, I'm a good guy. I want to see you succeed, man. I, I, I failed because yeah, last year I, I swept last year and this year because <laughs> I uh I was singing last Christmas as uh I was getting cleaned up today. So <laughs> and see you you guys tried to get me last night because I played the Fallout Boy version of it, and you're like, Does this count? Like, no, it's well, it's not the song, it's the singers. We thought so, you were cheating though, because no, you know that's no. And then when is I played the artist or is it the magic that's produced? It's the artist. It's okay. the artist. That's why. And that's why I got away with the non Mariah Carey version. Right. And right. when I went and then, and then uh, uh, the anonymous requester called me out and said, well, George Michael's in this song. So that's why I had to message you right away and say, it doesn't count. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was it was band-aid. Yeah, George Michael wham alert on you. But, right. Uh, it, it was band aid. You weren't you weren't uh, cheating, and you didn't break the rules. So, no. so we'll let you survive. We'll let you go on that one. Rules were meant to skirt. That's why we all drive around in this town, and you as well as me and Steve and the chef and fucking the anonymous requester. All you guys know in this town, the speed limits are way too goddamn slow. So everybody in this town speeds. I mean, in a thirty-five zone, Milwaukee Street should be forty. Maybe 45, not fucking 30. Yeah, well, you so, know, you know how my dad, dad does. I don't think your dad can read. I don't think your dad can read speed limit signs. No, I think that's, I think that's on purpose, man. He's been like that his whole life. You know, driving around, cruising around with pops, man. I tell you, sometimes I think it's going to be over. You know, like, oh, shit, I'm dying this time, man. Hey, but I know when he parks and he backs into your driveway and he's just sitting there chilling, waiting on you. I always want to go over there and say, man, you got a lead foot, but I'm afraid he'll assassinate me. <laughs> as soon as I turn my back, I'll be dead. So I'm like, nah, I better keep my shit to myself. I'm not going to yeah, fuck with yeah, him. I did just get him a new knife for Christmas. So he's, he's not listening. So it, it'll be all right. He won't know. No, but, uh, you might. He might get you with it. So, yeah. So, guys, everybody out there in the world, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas. Christmas time. And we are doing two top fives. One for animated. Well, okay, one for TV specials, whether it's animated or not. TV special. And then top five movies. Now, we cut our movies off at 1989-90. You know, nothing right. new. And... Um, so, and then we could go back as far, you know, if, 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 if cavemen did a Christmas thing and we liked it, we could have showed that. So, or talked about that. So I have a feeling maybe not so much on the movies, but I have a feeling some of our TV specials will have crossover. I think. Yeah, I agree. I do think we're going to have a couple crossovers possibly in the movies, but the specials, I mean, you and I both know that there's a couple that are going to be on there that can't be, you know. <laughs> excluded right so which, which one do you want to do first <clears throat> let's do let's do the movies first let's do the okay. movies first. all right because i right. think that's where we'll have our biggest amount of differences i i think yeah, yeah. 
And as always, you start. Well, okay, I just want to get this out here right away, all right? You guys are going to see some redundancies on my list. Probably think I'm vanilla or stale or some shit because uh, I've made some choices, but these are my choices for what I feel is uh, important holiday movies for me. So I, I tried to change some things and mix it up, but I just kept coming back. To the same choices so my whole list isn't one thing but there's a couple of redundancies you'll see as we go along all right so starting out with number five <clears throat> what i went with is the 1951 version of the christmas carol starring alistair sims oh the skinny old creepy dude yeah the skinny creepy guy um that was my first introduction to uh, the Christmas Carol story. And my mom absolutely loved it. And it was a tradition that we watched it every year. And it's funny. She said basically what you just said that, oh, it's the, we got to watch the one with the, the, the creepy guy. (laughs) Like, uh, so that's been a big uh, holiday tradition, or at least it was, I, I try to seek it out once every couple years. But uh, for me, 1951, Alistair Sims, very, very cool for 1951. Real atmospheric, as a lot of those old movies are, you know, and uh, really gets the message home. So that's number five for me. All right. That's a good choice. I remember the first time I saw that one. And yeah. like I said, that's, that's what it, why it clicked in my head, because he's all skinny and stuff. He was yeah, really, yeah. Creepy, and he, he looked, and he's just, yeah. He does Scrooge really awesome. So, right, right. So, yeah. So that one, that one, I very, I agree with that one. That was that's a good choice, and you know, it stuck with you being the first time, yeah. and with your mom liking it. So that gave you and your mom, you know, yearly viewing yeah, over over Christmas. Yeah. You know, like Christmas time. Uh, when my dad would be at work, you know, me and my mom would be sitting there baking cookies and, you know, doing the Christmas stuff. And that would pop on and we'd watch it. And, you know, she would discuss like what it meant to me and all that, you know, just teaching me about life and stuff. And so, yeah, it's kind of near and dear. It brings back memories right away, you know. All right. And I love my mom's. So, yeah, that's a good good choice. Good choice. I don't say it too often. What do you got, man? Well, same page, different flavor. My right. number five is a Muppets Christmas Carol. Nice. That almost made my list because I think it's fantastic. And I watched it. I've seen it like 185 times. Yeah, I love it. I love it to death. It's, you know, and my cocaine does such a great job. Yeah, my cocaine. Yeah, he does such a good. He does a good job. Yeah, I, he's my second favorite. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. My first favorite is George C. Scott when he did yeah, it. We'll, we'll get into that. But, but I chose the Muppets over it because it was the first time for me. It was an original, even though it was still the story. It was still it was original, and it was because of the because of the Muppets. You know, right, I, right, and it was yeah, because it was 
you know, at that point when the Muppets came out, I had seen so many different versions of a Christmas Carol uh, that, you know, it wasn't a new story to me, but anything, you know, Jim Henson was such a, gee, man, he was such a wizard and so sad that the world is just not as good of a place without Jim Henson. But yeah, I definitely agree. That was definitely a a kick-ass one that almost made the list, but but and I, I I I bought it this year on DVD because nice. it was cheap, so I bought it. Um, didn't need I didn't want the Blu-ray version. I figured it was a slap together quick one, so it probably didn't look any different. It wasn't remastered. Yeah, just trying to get a couple extra bucks out of it. But it has two different versions on it. I did not know at one point that they had edited out the entire singing sequence when the girl sings. Huh? Yeah, they had cut that out. So there's two versions. There's a theatrical version and like a home version and you can pick which one, but yeah, they cut that singing, that singing scene out that she was in to, and they changed something else. So I have two different versions of it, but it was like, I was older cause it was a nineties thing. So I wasn't, yeah. it's not, it's not one that takes me back to my youth, but yeah, I was, like, but I was like, okay, I like, I like the idea of the, the Muppets cause I've always liked all the Muppet movies. I like the mixture yeah, of real know. life and, you know, Fozzie and Kermit driving down the road in their car in the first movie, you right. know, and all that stuff. So so when they did a Chris, like I said, I'm a big Christmas guy. So it was like we have seen every every year somebody comes out with a Christmas. They still do it. You know, they, there's a Christmas yeah, girl that has Patrick. The good. Right. They have the Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah. There's a Patrick Stewart one. And then the dude, there's the, the there's there is a Christmas Carol. It was a two night event, and it had the dude from that. What's that movie that went backwards? What was the name of that movie? Oh, God. Memento. Uh, Memento. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. from what's his name? I can't think of his name. The guy that did Batman. Um, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Man, couldn't think. But. That the guy, the guy, he was also in uh, what that that two Wong Fu movie where they dressed up like chicks. Yeah, um, I yeah. can't remember the guy's name, but he plays Ebenezer Scrooge, and it came out I think on A and E, and it was right. a two night event, and it was really dark. It was like the closest thing you could get to an R rated Christmas Carol, you know. So that one is really good, but it went past because it's only like three years old, so or four years old. So we, I didn't put it on my list, gotcha. but the Muppets. Most Christmas carols were the same. And this was the first one that made it feel different with the Muppets in there. And so that's why I picked it. I don't, I'm not taking away anything from the other versions. It's just this one was, was a change of pace. Way. Yeah, it was a change of pace. Nice. Okay. So, well, here's where I was talking about the redundancies happening. Um, but we'll get through them quick. My number four pick. Is a Christmas Carol also with George T. Scott? <laughs> All now, right. The Alistair Sim ones I loved because of my mom and growing up, but the one I've seen the most, and and as you said, the one the the best Scrooge that's ever been is George T. Scott, in my opinion. Yes. So that was 1984. I was about nine years old. So uh no, I was 10. I was 10 going on. And uh you know, that's when I, I, I started, you know, just maturing a little bit and seeing things different. And so the 1984 version is is my version of A Christmas Carol uh, for my childhood. When I watch it, I go instantly back to, like, 
the GI Joe days and transformers and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I just think that's the superior. Well, <laughs> you'll see where I'm going. Uh, I, I, as far as a straight up Christmas Carol story, I, I think, uh, George C. Scott is the best on that one. Hey, so, name a single George C. Scott movie where he wasn't putting it all on the line. Patton, hell, even even in the Changeling, you remember the horror movie he did, yeah, the Changeling. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. but I remember it. Yeah. yeah, in that in that one, he was forceful. I mean, the guy can act. I mean, he can right. act like no other. The Omens, the Omen Three, Jeffrey yep. Dahmer's favorite movie. He was pretty badass in that. Yeah, and wasn't he? Uh, he was also in. Uh, he was in. Uh, where uh, the Exorcist? He was in the Exorcist Three. Well, no, yeah, I, I, did I say Omen? I meant the yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the cop. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah. That movie is criminally underrated. And then when you find out that it's it's like Dahmer's favorite movie, it makes it even a, a whole another level of creepy. But it's a good. But he's a good actor, and he, like you said, when he his his angry Scrooge, it was like night and day between him and like Alistair Scrim. It was like like two yeah. different. The same like, character, but played in two different ways, and much, yeah, much more intimidating and just yeah, ornery and raunchy and shit. And yep, that's on my list of stuff to watch. Uh, uh, in the next couple days before Christmas, I'm gonna watch that one. All just right, watched the right. Muppet one not not too long ago. You know, trying to figure out if I wanted to put it on here or not, but uh, had to go with Sims on that. So, right. with that said, what's your number four? My number four, I don't know if this would be a clue, but uh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, White Christmas? Yes, White Christmas. Right, okay. That's my number four because that was one when I was a kid, my mom, my mom's mom, my mom's dad, the whole family, we would watch it. Because the channel that we want, we lived in Atlanta and they would play White Christmas at night on Christmas Eve. And then before White Christmas aired, they played Holiday Inn. You remember Holiday Inn? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I was just gonna bring up Holiday Inn with yeah. White Christmas because my my ex, her Christmas ritual was was White Christmas and Holiday Inn. Um, I've only seen White Christmas maybe once because I wouldn't. Uh, I didn't partake in that. I went and you know did something in the garage or something. <laughs> but uh, you know she really loved Holiday Inn also. But can't say I've seen Holiday Inn. <coughs> yeah, I'm a big yeah. I'm, I'm very, very. I'm. I love White Christmas. I like. I like Holiday Inn, but there were other ones that I like better. So it didn't make my list, but White Christmas did. Yeah, my mother, a, and I can understand that. When I was having discussions with, uh, you know, other numerous other people about this. They uh, White Christmas came up a lot, and, and I'm like, well, I just I've, I've never seen it enough to to really go there with it, you know. So maybe you'd appreciate it more now. I probably would. I think I'll give it a shot, man. I think I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll make it a point. Maybe I'll watch uh, White Christmas instead of <laughs> uh, 1984 Christmas Carol because I've I've seen it 885 times, man. So. Now I, I was I was expecting a picture today yesterday, but I didn't get it. I will lay this out here. I you're wondering, well, what's White Christmas doing on there? What, what kind of guy are you? 
And I said last night, live on the air for the world to say, I'll do it now too. I am a Christmas bitch, right? I am a Christmas bitch. And I love everything Christmas. I thought somebody was going to make a picture of me and say the, the Christmas bitch, but he didn't. So he, he, laid but, out, he, he, only, he only made 500 pictures with my face on it. Right. So, but no, yes, I, a couple times. I love tradition. Tradition and no, Joey, I do not need any wham in my life. So you're not making me lose my, I'm not losing. I'm not losing. So no, you got to do it, man. No. So I want to see us succeed, but then again, you know. So, but yeah, white, white, you are white Christmas is probably it's, I, it's got Bean Crosby. Okay. So, you know, you're getting good tunes, you know, you're getting good tunes. And you know, know, even if you don't know the movie, you know, the song, you know, I mean, the right. song is a, a tradition you, you can't deny. Right. So, hey, the fact that you figured it out when I went, uh, blah, 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 blah. there's probably yeah, people, you know, you know, you, you know, the old crooner there. So, yeah. So, but yeah, White Christmas. It just, it was, it looked good, sounded good, had a fucking good story. And when you're a kid and you see that kind of stuff, you, uh, it, it sticks, it sticks to you. Yep. Sticks to your and, ribs, man. And once again, it's, it's a, it was me and my mom and her mom. And so it was like a big family tradition every year. So gotcha. that's why, that's, that's why it made my number four. So, uh, gotcha. all right, we are moving on to number three. And I promise you, this is where the redundancy ends, you know, and I really thought about putting other stuff on here to break this up a little bit, but I just couldn't because these are my movies, man. Okay. My number three choice is Scrooge, which is yet another Christmas Carol version, you know, with Bill Murray, and it's just fucking hilarious. But I, I kind of figured that was different enough because it's not a straight ahead Christmas Carol story. And, you know, I, I thought it was hilarious. I still watch it, you know, at least once a year around Christmas time. Uh, you know, Bill Murray, of course, you know, he's he's my cousin, you know, so <laughs> so uh, I wish. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I said, it's those three uh, were, were the redundancies on the list, but I couldn't think of anything that I, I really wanted to replace those with. So, OK, so Scrooge is my number three. Don't really have a lot to say about it. Like it doesn't uh, take me back to like any childhood memories because I mean. You know, I was in my teens when I first saw it, but you know, it takes me back to to teenage childhood times. More, you know, cruising around with Harvey, uh, get chief, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like I, that. But yep, so Scrooge is my number three. I'm probably gonna get booed here, but I'm more of a '70s, early '80s Bill Murray. I, you know, when oh, he I, did that, I agree. When he did uh, Coppola's daughter's movie, he kind of got weird. You know, that Lost yeah, in Translation. Lost in translation. Yeah. Now, he kind of got I'm weird. Scrooge was 80s, right? I think he might have broke the rule. I don't know. V. I wasn't sure I didn't. V. V, give me the year. Scrooged. Hurry up. I'm looking in the chats. Yeah, my phone. My phone is uh, over on the tether, so I can't look it up myself. 
put your sock down. I just and thought about that now. Like I just broke the rules. That yeah, I think might've... Scrooge might have been like ninety one or ninety two. If so, uh, well, it's already out there in the ether, and I apologize nope. if I did break nope. the rules. You're good. Somebody got to me already. Nineteen eighty eight. Okay, good. So you're good. good. But I personally think every a lot of the stuff he did after Ghostbusters was Yeah, I agree. It kind of got a, a little bit weird after that. And just me though. I'm not no, trying to put Groundhog my opinion. Day, though. What about Groundhog, Groundhog Day? Day? I wasn't a big fan of it. I know it's everybody loves it, but I was like I just no. I'm I'm a weird guy. You know, I like you know, I like my music tastes are pretty broad and my movie styles are pretty broad, but when it comes to actors I, I don't like when my actors change too much. He went from being funny to being okay. And I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. I still haven't seen Afterlife. I don't even know if he did a good job in Afterlife. No, I still, dude, man, if you want to see some phoned in bullshit, like, you know, Afterlife, it, it is what it is. I think it's meh. Just, I didn't like it too much. But when it gets to the Bill Murray parts, I actually kind of cussed at the screen. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? It is so phoned in and I'm here just because I'm here for a paycheck kind of thing. I don't even, I think he might've said two words. Maybe I thought it was crap. <laughs> well, you know, he's in the new one too. As well, I saw yeah, it, a picture kind of of interesting. I kind of, we'll see. Now we'll see I will see. I will say this. I will say this. To save face, I did like his little bit that he had in uh, Zombieland. That yeah, was oh, that, like, was, great. that, was, that great. was great. He, he it looked like ever... he. Go ahead. It looked like he actually was having fun doing the Zombieland. I, I agree. I agree. Now, have you ever seen where the buffalo roam? I I I have. When I was younger. But it, I, I only saw it in like pieces. I haven't sat through the whole thing. I got, I got it on DVD because I, uh, you know, was a bit of a, a Hunter S. Thompson freak for a while. But I think that was before Ghostbusters. Okay. So I, I think that would fall more into, more into the good Bill Murray category. All right. But still, Scrooge, as far as the Christmas movie goes, I will. You know, I'll never not watch Scrooge. Right. I've seen Scrooge probably maybe three times since it came out. Okay. All right. So, yeah, because I just, yeah, I just, not, I don't know. Not a favorite, but I, I get no. it. It wasn't a bad movie. You know, had Carol Kane. She's a hot little piece. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah, for sure. But, but I, yeah, I just, it just didn't resonate with me. It's not bad. I, yeah, like I say with... It's another version of the Christmas Carol, so right. Like it's I say, not on like the, it was anything super new hat, you know. So right. Like I say on the radio show, I don't. If I don't like something, I don't shit all over it because, well, unless it, well, I can't say it because his dad. Died. Unless it's something I request, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, heft, heft. Yeah, yeah we, we, let's yeah, not get. I get it. Let's not, let's not get into any negativity. I got it. I get it. I get it. You, nope, you hit problem. you hit you hit home runs last night. Let's not ruin it. I, I did. I know. I'm trying to just. <laughs> it's a small victory, and I'm trying to to, to relish it. You know. So. All right. <laughs> but with that said, what's your number three, man? I went with something probably almost everybody and their mother, uh, have seen, 
and it usually airs 24 hours a day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I chose a Christmas story. Of course, man. Because you, you got to love it. Yeah. And you know I got it on here too, but we'll wait for that. <laughs> there is two story, man. There's two people. I drive home sometimes down Milwaukee Street and right there where Garfield and Milwaukee Street do that big old fucking thing there and yeah, Milwaukee oh yeah. turns into a one way. There's a guy over there that has the leg umbrella the, the leg lamp in his window. Yeah. And my wife says there's also somebody in Edgerton. In Edgerton with the uh with the uh the, the, uh, the, the leg lamp. Yeah. Yes. So she wants one. So now I'm gonna have to get her one. That so you'll be, be awesome. seeing one in my window soon. But I, yes, I, I went doing myself. I went with Christmas Story, not the sequel. The sequel they did last year or the year before during COVID. That sequel was it shit. Yeah, it didn't hit me. In, and, fact, in fact, it made me feel terrible, to be honest with you. And then there was another sequel that had Charles Grodin in it. That was where they went off for the summer. Yeah, the summer journals or something. Yeah, Never that was any attention to it whatsoever. Nope. But, but the I first love Christmas story, I know, I know every word to it. Um, you know, just every every line of dialogue, every character, it's still so it's still so relevant, but nostalgic at the same time, and just you know, it, it's it, it's created so many good things in the pop lexicon uh you know in my opinion as you'll see where i ranked it you know i think it's a an outstanding christmas movie i mean that's my my favorite you know yeah and and one of them went off to produce movies the other one made some pornos yeah that's what i heard man the Is other uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no yeah. no uh the the kid who stuck his Tongue to the pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, the one that did some rough, porn. Yeah, he don't do it anymore, rough. but he did do it. And then, you know, it has a little ACDC kid with his little Brian uh, yeah, Johnson with, with his little thing <laughs> hanging out with Scott, <laughs> yeah, Whistley or whatever, you know. And uh, yeah, dude, I, you know, was the the was the pole kid? Was he in the sequel? Yeah. Because he owned the bar. He oh, owned yeah, the bar. I was going to say, wasn't he like a bartender or some shit? Yeah. 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 See, I didn't like it because it it dealt with the, the guy's dad dying. And I get it. And I understand that. It's just that's not something I want to think about, especially during Christmas, you know. And I was a little upset, but I get it. Age. The, they didn't have the yeah, original yeah, mom. I'm not going to say it was out and out terrible. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I watched it and. I did get emotional at some parts thinking of stuff and it was a cool thing to see, but it it's nowhere even in the same vicinity of of Christmas movies as a Christmas story is. Yeah, Christmas it didn't story work. Is just too special, too awesome. And you know, Christmas story is a movie that I'll watch in July. You know what I mean? Just right, right. Just a great movie. So right. that's your number. Was that your number three? That was my number three. Okay. All right. All right. Now moving on to number two, which I have a sneaking suspicion is on your list as well, because it's kind of hard not to be. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going with Christmas Vacation. Okay. Okay. 
I purposely left it off my list. Now, oh, okay. See, I I know we had discussed it, but I was searching, looking for movies to pick, and I'm like, okay, Vacation is 89. It's one of my favorites. Not saying I was trying to pad the list out, but it is one of my favorites. So, you know, I mean, what more can you say about Christmas Vacation? You know, like, theater is full. I, I take I take nothing away from Christmas Vacation. I love it. I own it. Um, but but I felt that the ones that I picked were a little more meaningful to me because I was already you know I was I was already almost an adult and it wasn't it 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 was funny. Yep. It was a great vacation film, but there's factors that play into it because. I do. I am a stickler sometimes. Uh, there's so many plot holes and how the kids are different. The kids are younger. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I agree. I I can see that. I can understand it. You know, I but I try I, to shut that that stuff off. But yeah, if you're comparing it to the other two that came before it, you're absolutely right. Like, how did it change? You know, how did you know that the kids get younger? It is kind of strange, but. Right. But I, I, I did set it aside. I like the movie. I love it. But there's just those little things that put it that would probably if, if we were making a top, you know, six list, it would have made the list. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I can understand right. that. And I put My, it on there because it, uh, you know, movie wise for me, it, it it's, was more of an adult. It's more of an adult Christmas movie that I can get into now. Um, you know, as far as the childhood stuff goes, that's more for the specials portion of, right. of our show. But as far as movies goes, yeah, Christmas care or Christmas vacation is, is my number two. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, the scene where he's in the, sh in the mall and she's showing her thigh and she's got, yeah, that's a good scene. That's but, awesome but th that was the kind of, well, okay. That's the kind of movie, you know, you know, a seventies kids, our parents would, you know, our parents were, we're like, didn't care, you know, we're, you know, our, our parents, Gen X parents were weird. They, they didn't pay attention closely to what we were doing. We kind of got away with stuff, but they were really strict about what the fuck we watched for some reason. Yeah. You yeah. know, like we so, could go out and pretty much do whatever we wanted without supervision. But if you put on porkies or something, you were, yeah, you're you know, like, all shit. Shit. yeah. So <laughs> vacation was the kind of movie that I wouldn't have probably seen, you know, if it had came out. You know, if it had came out, you know, when like you were a kid. I got you. Yeah, got early eighties, late seventies. Yeah, because you know, I never, I didn't get to see Caddyshack for the longest time, and I, you know, and then did did you do the same thing when your parents told you you can't see that, you can't see that, you can't see that, you can't see that? And then when you got older and you finally watched them, did you go, "What the fuck was the problem?" There's yeah, pretty much. Porky's. Yeah, that's why I said Porky's. That one I understood. My dad was hell bent on not watching Porky's. I get it, you know, like there's some shit in there that's like, you know, a kid shouldn't be seeing, but compared to some of the stuff we got nowadays. Exactly. <laughs> but we were kids though, so I I understand what they were doing, you know. But I'm not trying to take anything away from your pick. It's it's a it's a good movie. It just yeah. it's 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 didn't quite get the leap. On my yeah, list. Just for me, I got it at number two because out of all these, I would be more likely to put on Christmas vacation and quote it and have a couple drinks and 
enjoy the Christmas spirit that way. So I mean, I uh, opened the show. I opened the show last night with uh, Clark's rant. rant. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so Durant. So what's your number two then? My number two. I might get hated. I might get hated, but my number two is a wonderful life. Ah, well, okay, man. You know, like it's a wonderful life was also in my almost made it list. I mean, we're talking iconic movie. Uh, you know, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta love Jimmy Stewart. He's kick ass got a great meaning um you know because I, I i don't know if you're anything like me but i've spent time wondering if i never existed what people's lives would be like like if i had any kind of impact or 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 you know stuff like that or how things would be different and you know so many uh you know so many different pop culture you know, things that came out of that movie, you know, so I dig it. I dig it. It didn't quite make my list, but I certainly love it. So what do yeah, you, I, I love it. Um, it was another family. My grandfather liked the movie. Now I'll tell you this. I, I own it. I bought it. I bought it digitally and it did come with both versions, black and white and color. I don't watch the colorized version. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, never seen it. Um, ever. But if you remember correctly, for the longest time when me and you were kids, it played every there during that from Thanksgiving until Christmas Day, it was playing somewhere, every network, every channel. And then NBC the bought it. And then when I was an adult, NBC bought the rights to the movie. And then they showed it one time and that was it. Now I don't yeah. know if it's still that way because you know I, I don't watch it on TV because I you know I have a copy of it. Yeah, it's um, a different ball game now. So, but I yeah, like like I, they do the uh, Wizard of Oz treatment. Remember when they'd only you'd get Wizard of Oz Wizard on Thanksgiving, and that's that was your yep. Thanksgiving treat from the network. It's because it's because for the Warner uh, uh, uh Ted 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 Turner he owned M he owned the the rights to all them MGM movies and stuff. Right. That's why it was only on TBS on Thanksgiving for the you know. No, I think it was. I think it was on CBS, and then when Ted Turner got his hands on it, it moved over. So when we were kids, I think it was CBS, and it was you're right, it was it was on Thanksgiving. But 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 a Wonderful Life play, you know, every syndicated channel, every if, if anybody had a TV station, they would show it, and you know, and it would come on multiple times a day at Christmas Eve. I mean, you could right. fucking. So that's another thing, you know. I saw it all the time as a kid, you know. It was one of those, just like uh, White Christmas. It was, you know, one of those, you know, because it was, oh, it was from the, what was it, from the the 50s or 60s? Uh, 50s, I believe. 50s. So yeah, I'm a, I, I, but I just, I know people, there's a lot of people who, a, a lot of people who do, I don't want, I want to say a lot of people. I have met in my life quite a few people that couldn't stand it. And the reasoning behind it was, well, it was always fucking on, man. You know, and it was just, you know, like Welcome to the Jungle or Sweet Child of Mine. At some point, you're like, okay, I love Guns uh, N' Roses. I've, I've heard it one people. too many times. I love it, but I right. can't do it anymore. Right. So but a yeah, lot of the general- there, uh, It's a wonderful life. That's that's a little different, man. You ever get drunk with your buddies and kind of drive around town and, and wish the movie theater a Merry Christmas? And <laughs> <laughs> no, I Merry no. Christmas movie theater. 
Yeah, I've I've had a couple Christmases like that <laughs> where but I was just, I was cheesing out doing the It's a Wonderful Life, but so but that but, but but like I said, it's it was a family thing, all the family, and you know, so it means something to me. So that's why I threw it up there at number two because because of the memories. So. I gotcha, gotcha. Good choice. I don't blame you at all. I'm trying to take a shot in the dark at what your number one might be, but it, I might be mistaken. I don't know. It, it it's probably some. Uh, Japanese, you know, Santa versus Godzilla or some shit. I like Bukaki. I like Bukaki. That's a (laughs) Santa Claus Bukaki breakdown. Santa's a fat bitch. Okay, so my number one, uh, we already said it. My number one is a Christmas story. Okay, okay. It's the king of all kings. So I think that's the only crossover we've had uh, so far, unless you bust out. what 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 you think it is but i i think i know what it is but paul what is your number one my number one is the original miracle on 34th street i knew it i was just gonna call it out i was gonna be like it's gotta be miracle on 34th street fucking uh, macy's man fucking macy's yeah the dude playing santa fucking too sweet man that guy that guy was the best you know yeah, didn't I make just, my list because I didn't see it too much as a kid, and I've only seen it maybe, maybe once or twice as an adult. So I uh, I totally appreciate it, and I think it's a very good, charming movie. But but it didn't have any kind of a, an emotional attachment for me. That they remade it shot for shot, I do believe, with Vince yeah. Vaughn and. Uh, you know, welcome to Jurassic Park. He played the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. do too bad, but but I the reason my the reason I picked it is for one, once again, family and the people that I used to watch these with are no longer gracing the planet, and you know, so it so it's emotional. Um, <clears throat> but it 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 the story did resonate with me because the first time I saw it, I was shoot. I mean, I probably saw it long before I remember seeing it because everybody watched it. But I think, you know, I was I don't even think I was 10 years old the first time that I recall seeing it. Right. You know, right. and, and right. it just it I felt, you know, I felt an attachment to the little girl, even though her story was nowhere near mine. I still felt bad for her. Yeah. It's one yeah, of those. Right here, yeah. Right so I related if I had ever seen this movie as an adult, I probably would have been like, well, this is a pretty decent Christmas movie, but I wouldn't have related. But it it did it I did you know I just it just clicked with me as a child and it still does it's another one that I own you know I own a lot of Christmas movies, um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is like my is it would be my all time favorite you know I have to you know some years I don't watch certain specials I might skip watching L for Bad Santa one year yep. but I always watch everything on this list I always watch but I always you know it's always been. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Can you believe number. I have never seen Bad Santa? You never, huh? Hello, Chad. What's up, dude? That is Brother Chad. Okay, you've never seen. Uh, you've no, never seen. Uh... Never seen Bad Santa. Never, man, never watched it. And everybody's like, "Oh, what the hell's wrong with you, man? It's awesome." I'm like, I just haven't. Haven't had a chance. Just uh, 
The second one was a little weak. The second one was a little weak. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. But, but you know, they got to the do first that one, cash grab, you know. Got to do that cash grab. So, yeah, that's my list. Christmas uh, Christmas story is always one that I'll watch. And, and I, I got a message. I, I got I got a message for you, and I don't know why he just didn't send it to you because I'm going to tell it to you. Right. Uh, good old V says to stop looking at your TV. He can see it in his glasses. Sack, he said he can see it in his glasses, and he said Natalie would. Uh, don't know. Is that what's on? No, Natalie Wood is not on TV. No. So I think Natalie Wood was the little girl, wasn't she? And what? Oh, original. in uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. yeah, I think she was the little girl. Yeah. Wasn't she? I don't yeah, know. Natalie Wood, man, she's pretty hot, dude. But, but yeah, yeah, I can just, lick my sack. You know, you can, you can lick your sack. My balls and my jingle balls, the whole bit. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, I do have the TV on. By the way, I just looked over just to more stretch my neck, but. Always you leave it off. Be a critic. You leave you, you leave it on for Bubba. Yeah, I do. So she doesn't get all creeped out. Yeah, I don't know. She can't. Oh, you got headphones on. I was gonna start screaming her name, but she can't hear me. No, she can't hear nothing. She, but she reacted weirding her out because she just sits here, and I'm talking to 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 her. She thinks I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying her name. She's probably looking at me right now, like. You've lost your mind. What are you doing? You know, but well, you said I got her attention when I bring up her name during the radio show. Yeah, yeah. Because she, whenever she hears her name, she she's got to look around and see what's going on. So, All right. so now that I gave you, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure White Christmas and Wonderful Life and a Miracle on 34th Street because we're Gen Xers. So don't get your panties in a wad. But I think those three movies would label me as gay. Except no, I'm not going to say so because I know so many people that have attachments to those movies that are our age. You know, like I figured somebody would label me as gay for having three different versions of a Christmas Carol on there. <laughs> but I love well, it. I love this story. I love the whole bit. You know, and I'm I'm definitely going to watch. Uh, I think I am going to watch the 1984 George Scott one again just to just to get it out of my system. Because you, you come home, you know, you, you're you in, I'm in high school or something. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch Miracle on 34th Street tonight. And your friends are like, what are you, a fag? Like, no, yeah. it's a good movie. We're so Santa boy. Yeah. So yeah, that's why right. I said, you know, <laughs> you're all right. Now, all right. here, we're, let's, let's get into our second list because, you know, we don't want to run. Uh, run uh, no, you're gay, Steve. Don't want to. Uh, no, he, he's saying I'm not. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying he's gay. So. Oh, okay. It's okay. okay. It's all right. Okay. But. But uh, now we're getting into the Christmas special list. Yes. So I think we're, this we're is what I think. Have some cross this is yes. This is. Uh, it's gonna kind of hard to, to not to. Wham! Ready? Wham! Wham! Does not save Christmas. It ruins it. Ruins it. Ruins it. No, Steve, that was last Christmas that Wham saved. Not not this Christmas. It was last Christmas. Monterey Bay. Hey. You know, now my brain my brain is like, where is that? 
Where is that? I have no idea, but uh, welcome to the show, man. Nice. Yeah. Look at this. Nice. Look at this. No, it doesn't count because there's no music and you're not George Michael. But you you're... know you want to sing it. But nice try. Nice fucking you know, try. You know you want to sing it. You know it's a, it's on the tip of your tongue. George Michael's silky smooth voice. Nope. Austin through the minutia. California. Nice. Okay. Yes, All I knew. You're better off than we are. I mean, we're not too bad here right now with the, uh, you know, 40 degree weather we got going on here. But yeah, but nice. but three days ago it was like freezing. My balls were were, were 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 turned into fucking icicles. Oh shit. And fucking fun. I mean, not fun, but I mean it, it was the closest thing we had to Christmas. But I'm fine with a green Christmas out here. I really, I hate snow. I can't walk in it. I can't move around. I mean, I I I'd like it for one day. You know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Then snow can fuck right off. You know, but well, I guess we got to get into the specials so we don't. Yes. Uh, we don't make this too long. You know, we like to keep it at about an hour and a half or so. Yep, yep, yep. So my number five has flip-flopped about 10 times. But I got it nailed down to what I'm going to go with because I just watched it uh, today just to see what I felt about it again after all these years. And it blew me away more than it did when I was a kid. I'm going with Jim Henson's Emmett Otter Jug Band Christmas. All right. All I right. Love it, man, the puppeteering and the sets are just so just unbelievable. And it's such a cool story. And it's got musicians in it and a bad rock band, puppet band, and all that. And uh just think it's fantastic. And I was in awe. Like, I'm like, man, this came out in 1977. And we, they're not making shit like this today with all the yeah. stuff we have. Nothing is, uh, is endearing or looks as good puppet wise as, is Emmett Otter's jug band. You know, I don't have a lot of super nostalgic attachment to it because I saw it when I was three years old. And then again, when I was like five and six, but it's, uh, it's definitely one of my favorites now. So. Yeah, I bought that. Jug Band Christmas. Yeah, I bought that one this year. I hadn't seen it in a while. Right. Um, I had a I had a burn copy from back in the glory days with right, uh, yeah. Kim. Kim.com had his mega upload. <clears throat> so I've got a huge book collection of blank, you know, blank DVDs with stuff written on them. Um, so I had a, a crappy rip copy, VHS rip copy that I in, downloaded. So I wanted my granddaughter to be introduced to it. So I bought Nice. Uh, so I bought it on DVD, and but I do love that one. That that one's a good one. I, I was the first time I saw it, I was sick. Uh, I, I, I it was a year that I had the flu and I was really sick that Christmas. And I remember being laid up in bed. It debuted on HBO, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. And I was sick as a motherfucker, and it brightened my day. I just I loved it. it had good stories. It had, uh, uh, it, had, it just the music and like you said, the sets were great. I mean, 
it looked like the water was real. Yeah. And, was, yeah. What do you see? Was the water? Was it real? Dude? I think I, I see. I don't even know to this day if that water was because real. Because I just watched it today. And I was like, how did they do the puppets in the water? I mean, I know a lot of it was marionettes fishing wire from above. But, but the remote was rowing. It would have been impossible to do it like that. And it just, I was amazed. I'm just like, wow, this is the most beautiful puppet work I've ever seen. Just because you knew it was sets. You knew it was something that they built and was tangible and, and was made just for the puppet show. And I was like, wow, this is just, it's amazing. And I'll just, I'll watch it again every year. So. That would have been a sight to see. Yeah. See, I thought about it being under the water also with scuba gear, but you can't see any ripples under the water or no, like. Yeah, they did an excellent job for, yeah, you no know, for an 80s nothing, thing. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's but, fantastic. Because it, yeah, because it debuted on HBO because he had that deal going with Fraggle Rock. So. Yeah, yep, yep. This was a, a couple years before Fraggle Rock, but. Yeah, it's called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Look into yeah. it. You might like it. I don't know. You crazy Canadians with, you know, Boston accents and speaking French and, you know, Frank Rizzo. You guys, I don't know if you'll like it, but you could give it a try. Rizzo. Yeah, it, uh, it's not for everybody, but it's definitely for me. So, All right. With that said, oh. Paul, what is your number five? My number five is Garfield's Christmas. Nice. Gotta love it. Because I li I've liked all the Garfield specials. That I don't know what it is about Lorenzo Music's voice, but it fucking like is awesome. He's just like his I Bill Murray's fucking Garfield can go straight to hell. Lorenzo yeah, music. Fan. I like the old cartoons myself. But it had good music. It had a, and I like the story it had. Because you know, she was missing her. She was uh she was uh uh uh, what the fuck? Alzheimer's. Uh, it's all right. It's been a while. I can't remember the plot. I just remember I liked it. Um. Oh, she was missing. She was missing her husband. You know. And then Odie found all those letters, uh, from her husband, and you know she hadn't seen him in decades, and it just had a good message to me. You know about family, and right. you know, and, and being together and stuff. So. Okay, I, I okay. So it's it's Tom, not Gene. My bad. So you're from Philly. You might like it. You might like it. Take a chance. Yeah, I think you Take might. I think it's a good one, especially if you're about our age. You know, I think he's forty. He's younger than us, but I still think he'll yeah, like well, it. Close enough. Close enough. You know. So, but yeah, it's it Garfield's Christmas. It just I just watched it the other day with my granddaughter, and. It was like, cause I got that three pack. It's got the Thanksgiving, the Halloween and the right, Christmas. Right. Now the Halloween special out of all three is my favorite, but this, we don't include those here. So I went with the, his right, Christmas. So special. With that that yeah. is going to be on my list. I haven't seen the Garfield Christmas since I was a child. So I am going to put that on my list of stuff to watch this week. And if you can't find it, I know somebody that can, uh, and, uh, you know, we won't do, get, we, some do some, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll keep that in mind, but I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm going to definitely try to find it. So, so yeah, that that was I just you know 
Garfield. I'm a Garfield guy. Heathcliff is good too, but I lean towards Garfield. Yeah, you know. See, Harvey loves Top Cat. He's a oh, uh, he's a Top, Top Cat. Cat guy. Now, Top Cat is better than Heathcliff, but not Garfield. Garfield's my no, number one. Not Garfield. Garfield takes the cake. Top Cat's second. Yeah, they used to. His He's, nickname used to be Top Cat back in the day. Yeah, Top Cat had that crew that that crooner song that opened up the show. Yeah, yeah, with, with the trumpets and. I don't Top think Cat. he had a. I don't think he had a Christmas special, but he should have. You know. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so on to number four. Yeah. Yep. This one, I think we we may have some crossover. Who knows? But I am going with. A Year Without Santa by the Mighty Rankin Bass. No, nope, didn't make my list. Oh, okay, all right. Because, you know, I like the Heat Miser and the Cold Miser. And, you yep. know, I, I was going to go with the uh, the one with the little New Year's baby and all that stuff, but I think that that's a New Year's special, so you can't really yeah. put it into the Christmas special. But there's yep. so many Rankin Bass specials that I love. I love them all. And well, Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack that's Frost is another Rankin. Yeah. And the Miser Brothers had their own special Rankin and yeah, Bass did. Yeah, I got it. Maybe I ordered I'm that thinking, DVD. Maybe I'm thinking of that one then. The no, Miser they did. Brothers. They did make their debut. I think on the, in a year without Christmas. So because so, yeah, a year without Christmas or a year without Santa. Yeah, you, yeah. Where they sang their songs, right? Like yes, yes, and they were so popular. Great. They yeah. yeah. They were so popular, they got their own special a year or so later. Now, I am because it's on it's on DVD with the uh, I got the Jack Frost DVD. I bought a DVD. It's got Jack Frost, the Miser Brothers. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's them. And it also came with Yogi's All Star Christmas, and it came yeah, with yeah. Uh, a Flintstones Christmas Carol. So, so yeah, you're. Uh, Do you remember so the you, weird Jesus one that they did? Like I, I don't know if it was Little Drummer Boy. It or... was a Little Drummer Boy. It was their shortest one. It was usually they were forty-five to an hour. Little Drummer Boy was only a half hour. It was I him did... and the him and the donkey. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. didn't like that one as much, but I still love it though. You know, so right. No, no, Frank and Bass. But last year, I don't know if you remember, uh, but we had those days where it was like forty below. It was like mm -hmm. forty below on Christmas. And my internet went out, so I could only watch DVDs. And I ended up watching all the Rankin Bass movies and and uh, a couple other ones that we'll get to. But you know, I yeah. Rankin Bass, fuck it, a that that's yeah. Cool. I have the DV I have two DVD sets. I've got all the Rankin Bass specials. And when I bought the Miser Brothers and the Jack Frost, I, I that rounded off my collection because they did animated stuff too. They were they produced the the Cricket on the Hearth. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't into that as much. Didn't they do uh, the Night Before Christmas as well? Animated. Yeah, with the mice. Yeah, they had that. Um, they had that style. That certain animated style. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where the, the people kind of had big eyes, and they, you know, yeah, big ears, and yeah, yeah. Big ears, like yeah, like they look like the New Year's baby. Yeah, yeah. and one of the kids yeah. had the same teeth as like a rat, just the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. talking about the same stuff here. So, yeah. With that said, what's your number four? My number four is also Rankin Bass, and it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. 
Mm. Well, I can't Good old Burl Lives. Good old Burl Lives opens the show with his little snowman. Yeah, it's, it's well, I'll let the cat out of the bag. It's we're getting crossovers. You know, I, I save it, whatever. Uh, it has to be said now. Rudolph is my number one pick. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, it's Rudolph. Number one was Rudolph every year. That was the highlight kickoff season for Christmas. When I saw Rudolph, you know, I was, you know, got my Christmas list started. Was so excited. I mean, you got Vince Neal's in it for Christ's sake, you know. Yep, yep. So, Vince Neal, Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. <laughs> And, and a, a little Dennis fella, dude. That it's that is my all-time favorite Christmas special. So now I guess when we get to number one, we'll have to cut it short because I let the cat out the bag already. But well, here's a little bit of trivia for you. The there's when they go to the island of misfit toys, yeah. there's a bird. There's a bird. Yeah, the and bird. Why, was, guy, yeah. why why was why was the bird there, Murray? Why was the bird on the oh, misfit shit. island? I couldn't tell you. It, uh, is, it was it the same bird that kidnaps the little baby? No, he the, the reason the bird was on the misfits the toys of the, the, the misfit island was because he was a bird who couldn't fly. Well, that's sad, man. And then at the end of the special, little trivia, at the end of the special when Santa's flying, the all the toys from the misfit island, the elf pulls them out of the bag gives them an umbrella and drops them down so they could go in. Yeah. He brings up, he brings up the bird. He gets the umbrella, but then he just throws the bird. Cause he's like, Oh, it's a bird. So he throws the bird out of the thing. The bird can't fly. So did he, did he fall and break or do we just never well, find we, out what happened? I don't know if it was a Rankin Bass inside joke and they didn't think anybody would catch it. Cause I don't think some people, some people don't get, he killed the bird cause he couldn't fly and he threw it out. Because he didn't know the story of why the bird was there, so watch, watch it again. Everybody watch the Red Nose Reindeer. They murder, they murder a bird. It's a toy, but they murder it. You know, he hits the ground and smashes it into pieces. That it's is, is going to be my assignment. I'm going to watch Garfield yes. and uh, where I, I watch Rudolph every Christmas, and because of my uh, you know chemically altered brain, I. I don't remember a ton of stuff all the time, but I'm watching. I'm going to watch it again. So. I, I was watching it with Lily, my wife. I said, I called my wife in and said, you got to see this. And I played it for her and she was all, because oh, she, you know, if you were a little kid, you probably didn't see it. But as an adult, he killed the bird. He it's killed a toy. Something that just happened so fast. You didn't even notice, you know, <laughs> crazy. But I loved all the music, the stop motion. Like you said, Vince Neil. You know, he, I mean, Vince Neal looks just like that thing. The way the, he made his face and everything. I, I can't get it out of my head now. I mean, after, after the meme came around, I'm like, that's just part of life now. You know, it's what yeah, so, almost peed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ru Rudolph is a, is definitely, uh, definitely a classic. Uh, I think it's probably one of the better. One of my favorites, I'll stay of yes, ranking. Yeah, well, it, it is my favorite. My, I mean, there is. Favorite, favorite. I, I do have another. I do. I do have another ranking bass above this one. 
I should have flipped them, but I'm going to stick with what I did. So what's your number three? My number three is you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Uh, Boris Karloff. Yeah, you got to love Boris. And you know me, and I'm just, uh, I love the Grinch, grew up with it, love the tune, love everything about the Grinch and Dr. Seuss. And, you know, the Grinch has that cute little dog, even though the fucker makes it pull the sled like an asshole. But yeah, he was mean to that like the Grinch just with me and me and Bubba sitting here and, you know, hating on Christmas sometimes, but not this year. But yeah, yeah, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. I watch it every year and and uh, just the, the songs. Because doesn't uh, Tony the Tiger sing the songs? Like it's uh, it's Boris Karloff, but uh, let me look that up. Was it Boris? Yeah, it's Boris Karloff, right? Yeah, he's the yeah. Boris Karloff narrates it. Yeah, but then I think the guy that sings the songs is the uh, Tony the Tiger guy. If. I could be mistaken, but it's just I, I think that's the way it is. Yeah, Thurl. His his name is Thurl. T H U R L. Thurl. His last name is Ravenscroft. He's got a Dungeons and Dragons name like a motherfucker. Thurl yeah, he, Ravenscroft. He would have been the he would have been the dungeon master hands down. Yeah, he died in two thousand five. He was born in two thousand in nineteen fourteen. He was for five decades. He was Tony the Tiger. Okay, all right, all right. The the guy who replaced him as Tony the Tiger was Lee Marshall, which is the he was a ring announcer for WCW. He and he did the hotline. Um he was the he took over when he died, but yeah, he for 50 years he was uh yeah, we grew up the, with that, that yeah, voice. Yeah, and he said oh, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he sang the Grinch stuff. So yeah, Cindy Lou Who and, and the Grinch and all that and Yep. That's my number three. I love it. Paul. And that was, wasn't, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe it was also the first time anything Dr. Seuss related was made. It was into on something. TV. Yeah. I believe you're right. Yeah. You know, it was before uh cat and a hat and uh, yeah. green eggs and ham and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And, but it didn't make your list, huh? I'm not okay. going to let the cow right. bag we'll like you it, did. We'll leave it alone, man. Yeah. But so what <laughs> is your number three? My number three is another Rankin and Bass. Happy birthday, Frosty yeah. the Snowman. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I forgot the about magi- that one for a minute. Yeah, the, magi- the magician's hat would made him yeah. come to life. And then yeah. the, the magician wanted the hat back, and he had that rabbit that would. Yep, yep. With his foot, yeah. Yeah, well, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a classic, man. That's a good one. And it was sad, but it was sad, but then it was happy, you know. And because he, the girl was freezing, and Frosty ended up giving himself for her, and he melted, and it was, uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. special. And it's got that artwork, like you're talking about. The 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 mean magician had rat's teeth. Yeah, didn't he die in like a greenhouse or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he turned into a puddle and. Yeah, and uh, it's something he, he he comes back or so we won't we won't give any spoilers to the right people that haven't seen a fifty year old cartoon, but 
Yeah, that is definitely a classic. And I did think about putting it on there, but there was just uh, too many others that I, that I liked that I had to put on. So, yeah, I, I went with that one because it 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 was. It, I cried. All right, I yeah, cried. When, I, I cried. When, I cried when ET died. I cried when Frosty melted. I didn't cry or anything during Rudolph or anything. So you no, know, I didn't cry during Rudolph, but I cried during ET. My mom right, so tried to say that my dad cried during ET, but he he'll he, kill my, you. Yeah, my dad doesn't cry about nothing. So yeah, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I think I, I missed a uh, Chad made a comment. I missed it there, but he liked when the kid wants to name Frosty Oatmeal. Right. <laughs> Fucking oatmeal the snowman. It, it doesn't but, uh, doesn't quite have the same ring, but for the longest time, Rankin and Bass was the go-to Christmas. If you weren't yeah, watching anything, Rankin and Bass. Anything, Rankin Bass. Yeah. You know, like I said, that the little drummer boy one, I didn't really connect with too well. But uh, you know, all the other ones were really awesome, and I kind of wish I would have changed up a year without Santa to put Frosty on there now. But you know, the heat miser and the cold miser, it's you know, it's a part of Christmas every year, and it yeah, you gotta dig it. So, oh yeah. You're 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 fine. I'm getting into my number two. I don't know how you're gonna feel. It's either on your list, or you're gonna be like, "Man, you're you're retarded." All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna tell you. I only saw this one time as a child. <clears throat> And I thought it was a fever dream because I was only like three or four years old. And I rediscovered this in the 90s. Uh, once again, a, a, a Steve Z product that he was able to uh, find for me. And I fell in love with it. And it is so bad and so cheesy and so batshit insane that I absolutely love it, and I watch it at least twice a year. Number two for me is a, a Star Wars Christmas special. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. The reason I didn't put it on because in my brain it's it, it's 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 a it's a Thanksgiving thing because it originally oh. aired at Thanksgiving. So yeah, yeah, it I, did, yeah. So it's good. I watch it every year. I shouldn't. It's it's like probably what gave me Alzheimer's, but <laughs> probably it's, man. I mean it's so bad, you know. Why do you how did you catch dementia? Genetics? Just you hate? No, it was a Star Wars holiday special. But I'll let you have it because it's synonymous with Christmas, even though I don't personally feel it is, but I'll let you have it because almost everybody under the sun puts it with Christmas. So I yeah, let you have see, that's that's why I'm like eh, it doesn't really have a Christmassy feel, but it, it's just one of those things where it's a Christmas special. I love it for just how utterly bad it is, and uh, just just got to give it some love. And I, you know, I, I put it over the Grinch and all that other stuff, just because now it's just so. I, I watch it more than I watch the other ones. 
No, I, I didn't. It the other day. <laughs> I don't even think the original still exists because th- there was rumors that Lucas had it, but he was never going to let it see the light of day. Yeah, like he was going to destroy it. He wanted every copy destroyed. And I bet you any amount of money <clears throat> that when he sold Star Wars to Disney, it didn't include that. I bet you because he would probably like they'll sell. They'll. I bet you that was excluded. I oh, bet you yeah, yeah. the contract it's excluded. So I mean, it's bootleg. You can get it. You can buy them on Blu-ray now. You know, off of Facebook or yeah, you know, stuff. Yeah, there's a there's one that's really they really did a good job. It's it's the TV guide. It's the cover of the DVD case, the TV guide. And, oh wow, yeah, and, yeah. They, they, these guys put a lot of effort into it, but yeah, yeah it. Yeah. I I will say, I love this the holiday special myself, and it is awful, and it's hard to watch. But I still love it, and that's because of how much of a fucking nut I am for Star Wars. Yeah, I don't even know. Too, it. I, I don't know. It's like I don't know any better. It's like coming in from the rain, you know. I just, I just, you know, it's like I, I'm like, this is gonna be shitty. Let's go, you know. So I, I give it. To I you. even I love lumpy and bumpy or whatever the fucking, you know. But I, I had a, a dream when I was a kid about uh, that scene where the the Imperial Death Star guy. Was walking around uh, Art Carney's shop, uh-huh. and for the longest time, I thought that was just a dream that there was an extra Star Wars scene. And then when I got the bootleg copy from Steve, which, holy shit, man, that, that was before the days of YouTube and and everything. And uh, Steve had found a copy, and I'm like, holy shit, I have been looking for this. You know, I haven't been able to find this in 20 years. So it was a big deal when I got it finally. So, well, I'm glad you got to see it. I, yeah. Look, whether it's, I I'd say it's like a ten percent of people who watch it think it's good. Maybe even five percent. Okay, they don't think it's good. They can tolerate it and they watch it a lot. Then there's just ninety percent who are like, "This is the worst thing ever." But I think everybody, if you like Star Wars, I'll only refer I'll only, only Star Wars people. If you're young and new to Star Wars and you're only in your 20s, you should still try it. Everybody should see right. this at least once. I mean, I've been and seeing memes. I saw a meme today where they said Luke Skywalker, uh, the digital version of Skywalker for The Mandalorian looked more real than Mark than Hamill the did. One in the the special? Yes. I agree yes. completely because he was chewed up. Chewed yeah. Up. But yeah. Uh, that was also the introduction to Boba Fett also yep and i remember uh you know i i got the the mail away figure or the mail away uh promotion started after the holiday special aired or something like i knew who boba fett was but that was the first time i saw him so oddly i remembered more about boba fett than i did there being a christmas special like, you know, it seems like Boba Fett was just something I always knew about, you know, like, I don't know, weird stuff. So with that said, what is your number two, Paul? My number two was the Grinch. Okay. All right. All right. Because when I first saw it as a kid, of course, I had read the story. I've read the story, you know, because I, you know, we all had. Yeah, but when we I all watched, had the Seuss books for sure. But But when I watched it. It gave me the heebie-jeebies because, 
he, he did the, you know, with the, the whole, the, the grin, the big old. Yeah. That weird and, fucking smile he does and the, yeah. the cringe face, you know, he was mean to the dog. So that freaked me out. But the yeah, biggest thing, the biggest thing that creeped out little grandpa was Boris Karloff's voice gave me the creeps. Yeah. He gave the it's creeps like, to everybody, but you know, that was amazing though, man. Cause he you narrated know, like, it like he was doing a horror movie, you know, it was like, it right? just, it just gave me the heebie jeebies. So that's why I put it at number it's two. Christmas so stuff's perfect. not supposed to creep you out. <laughs> you know, I kind of wish I would have put Grinch at number two as well, because as far as being a Christmas classic, the Grinch does beat out Star Wars. But uh, you know, at the time when I made this list, I was all, I was all cheesing out watching the Star Wars special and all that shit, <laughs> listening to some Starship. You know how it goes. Starship, you better not have been listening to We Built This City. No, no, Starship is actually in the holiday special. Well, yeah, uh, but I didn't know if you were like Starship. No, I wasn't busting out to uh We Built This City or nothing. All I right. No, nothing like that. I, I, I I'm no cheese dick. But I don't know. You are a little bit because that one list had George Michael on it. That, that well, that was an honorable mention. I didn't put him on the list. It was just, <laughs> you know, it's last Christmas, man. That's that's my jam, dude. <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your number one? Uh, number one, I already I already said it. It's Rudolph. Okay, Rudolph. Okay. Definitely Rudolph. So rearranging the list, I would have probably uh, moved Grinch <laughs> up to number two, Star Wars to number three, uh. And then a year without Santa would have probably been tied with Frosty. All so, right. what's your number one, man? My number one. Charlie Brown. Wait, wait, where's the button? There it is. Even came with the dance right away. Even came with a Snoopy on the ornament. Yep. You know, that was going to be my honorable mention. Yes. That was the one that flip flopped off my list about thirty times. That Whereas was it was, right. if it was going to be uh, that Emmett Otters, that's what it was flipping flopping with between. And I, I don't see how I can leave it out because that's such a fucking awesome Christmas show, man. I you know, I, like I watched it. I looked for I I think it's bullshit that fucking Apple bought the rights and you have to be a subscriber now to watch a fucking it's like Apple, you goddamn douche fucking I cocksuckers. Fucking There's a whole generation man. of yeah, it should be on TV. For everybody to see. Right. I fucking hate Apple, dude. I, mean, I, I won't be able to even get it on, like, my decoder bootleg shit. So it's like, I, I love Charlie Brown Christmas. I love it. Even as a child, the message hit me. It hit me hard, right. you know? And, and you know, like, with the, the pop culture, you know, as soon as you see a tree... That's weak like that. You automatically, oh, that's you got your Charlie Brown tree up, you know. And yep. So yeah, that's definitely 
would have been if we would have done a sixth without question that would have been on the list it, as, it, it, as one know, of the best you know it, you know the whole you know watching you know just i get goosebumps you know the, him decorating his doghouse and yeah 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 and the in the, the play the play yep and then uh he dude gave his speech yeah. and uh it just it just and then they all went outside and sang you know, and it's just, I played the song, you know, Christmas time is here. I played it last night. Yeah, I, I so remember. I, and it, it took me back right away, you know, so. It's, it's my, it's my number one favorite Christmas special because we know, yeah, Frosty made me cry and Rudolph was like good and Garfield, but Charlie Brown made me think. It was the first thing that, that, that made me think as a child, you know, I didn't just enjoy it. It, it made me, I mean, I did enjoy it, but. You know, I didn't it just really, it really made an impact on you. Yes, yes, it made that's and I've taken that view of Christmas with me since. You and know, I, I, I want to readjust my list again, and I think <laughs> I want to take out a year without Santa. Uh, you know, I just love Rankin Bass so much, but dude, you know, Charlie Brown just should have been on the list. You know, it's such a such a great choice, such a good movie, and I think. Out of all the ones we talked about, I'm going to try to find that. Maybe somebody found a way around Apple and there's a way you can get it. But, uh, God, man, Apple sucks, don't they? I just They do. They do. I bought one of those iPods uh, back in 2005. You know, one of the monster ones that mm-hmm. you could do like 1,400 songs. thing was a piece of shit. I mean, and it... it, it it was so hard to use compared to like compared to like other MP3 players I had where you could drag and drop and put it in there from any source and just make your cool playlists. It, it was such a pain in the ass and you had to use iTunes. So have my tunes. I had to like re-upload into their shit and I've never bought Apple since I've, you know, Fuck those guys, man. Yeah, I had it for the longest time. Steve Jobs I, and Bill Gates go fucking. I still have. I still have the. Uh, uh, <laughs> I still. I still have uh, the iTunes on my computer because when I did have. Uh, when I did have the. Uh, when I did have an iPhone, um, I bought a lot of music. On iTunes, so I have a huge, well, not huge, but I have a pretty big iTunes library. So right. I still have my music, but I don't pay for anything. So yeah, it's like, God, I think I all of my know. iTunes library is on, you know, I know it's probably up there in the cloud somewhere, but, you know, all yeah, the stuff that I had that I downloaded, I think it's on a, you know, an old burnt up computer somewhere. Yeah, if if you if if back in the day, whenever I'd get a new computer, I'd have to like back up my iTunes using the backup feature. And then you'd right. put, you you know then you'd put the Apple when you put iTunes back on your computer. You could put the disc in the drive. It would read it and it would put the backups back on your. But now it's on the cloud. If you still have your account, you, all you do is sign in uh, into iTunes and everything is on the cloud now. They didn't take any of that music away from anybody. The only thing they took away, I had a bunch of videos. 
Like I bought a Foo Fighters album and it came with some video concert footage. I bought a, a Black Eyed Peas album and it came with a bunch of videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> sorry, I just had to do it. But no, and, no, I get you, man. I get you. Yeah. And you know, and uh but when I signed in after many years, it, it shows up there. So you do now the only way you can listen to your iTunes on your phone is you have to pay a, for a subscription to Apple Music, but on a PC, you just have to have an account. But you brought up you brought up the black eyed piece thing. Well, I brought it up and then you hit me like a cheap whore. But yeah. what but but that whole fucking Charlie Brown Christmas is such a nostalgic thing that they used it for the video Hey Ya. Remember? Yeah, or that not, not they used it. That guy put Hey Ya in with the uh with uh he put the Charlie Brown. He took that. Yeah, some guy on the internet. I don't know who he is. He took the hey ya and put it with uh, the Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown and, it, and it and it fit and it fit. So there yeah, you know. There's every once in a, once in a while, while when I was partying back in the days, I'll, me and some of my friends would bust into a, a spontaneous peanut dance. You know, I would always do like the the Snoopy. Oh. And then there was the the zombie guy that would like do this, so we'd oh, always okay. bust out the the dances. But definitely pop culture. So, do you got any honorable mentions that you want to bring up? Well, I was gonna do the George C. Scott. Okay, you know, all right. But and and I'll, obviously Christmas Vacation. Like I said, that would have been my number six if it had been a top ten right. list. It would have so been my number in the same wheelhouse. Only had a couple crossovers that I can well, see two of them. Our our Grinch and Rudolph. When it came to the yeah. movies, we we didn't have anything. We were yeah, like well, totally... Christmas story. We had Christmas story. Yeah, we both had a Christmas story. So yeah, we've had and that was it. Out of ten things, we had three crossovers. So this is the first time we've yeah. I think we've had not so, so much crossover. Definitely a good uh good episode. My honorable mention is gonna be uh uh South Park. Uh, the Mr. Hankey episode. Okay. Uh, it almost made my list, but then I'm like, nah, it's kind of too modern. And, you know, after watching Emmett's Jug Band Christmas again, I'm like, this has to has to go on the list over South Park. But Mr. Hankey, definitely in our pop culture now, you know, definitely uh, hilarious as fuck when he first saw it. You know, well, Christmas poo, you know, now that we went the now that we went the emotional route, I'm going to say it now. You can agree or you can disagree, but I'm going to say it now. If the Alzheimer's is still uh, hadn't taken me next Christmas, we're going to do our Christmas special next year. We'll do our favorite, our top five Christmas horror films. Oh, okay, because yeah, because I almost put one. You know I did. You know I had one hovering that I was going to put in there and, you know, uh, was going to do one. But I, I was like, nah, I'll keep it Christmassy and not do that. So and if, if they, with, you know, I don't you know, want to ruin our show a year from now. I do right. want to give a recommendation. Have you seen Violent Night yet? Nope, not yet. Dude, man, you have to. It is. <laughs> it's diehard. Meets Santa Claus. All right. All right. I'll check it it's, out. It's violent. It's funny. 
the guy they got to play Santa is uh, the the dude from Stranger Things. You know, the big guy, Krampus. Yeah, that's a good one too, man. Yes. But uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, Violent Night. That is definitely my my recommendation for the Christmas holiday. You know, I couldn't put it on the list because of our parameters, but if our parameters would have been listed, uh, lifted and we would have went up to, to modern day, we both know Elf would have been on there. Yep. Uh, Elf would have probably been my number one. Now, and, uh, go ahead. I, I do have an honorable mention that I can't remember the name of, but this ought to give some people out there uh, a little, do a little searching. I could have swore when I was probably 18, maybe 17, I came across a unlabeled VHS tape. I could have swore it was a Christmas themed porno. They could have Seika in it, I think. So, no, if I could... hey, Steve, are you still out there? Steve Z, you still out there? Are you mad at us or what? Because I, I have a feeling, I have a recollection of seeing a pornographic Christmas thing. And, you know, I had to take out the sock, you know, but. That's not that's not the point. The point is, that would have been my honorable mention. I just don't remember. I think I don't remember if 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 Ron Jeremy was Santa. It was just, I maybe I'm making it up. To, I have to find it now. Looks maybe like I'm making it looks up. Like uh, Z's gone, man. No, he's he's here. He's here. He's oh, watching. Right. He sent me pictures. He's watching oh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Gotcha, I got you. I was going to swore if anybody can find. find the Christmas porno. It's Steve. Steve found it, man. It was the golden age of porn. It was the eighties. I could have swore. Yeah. Like I said, I, it could be late seventies. I don't know. I could be making it up. My brain is so fucking scrambled like eggs. I don't no, know. I think you're right because I think I I've seen sworn. one too, man. I think I've seen. I think I know what you're talking about, man. Like, uh, but yeah, man. Steve, he's a master of finding that stuff. He found one I was looking for. For 30 years, dude found it in 15 seconds. <laughs> well, there was this one that I might be confusing it with where it had a, it had a, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but I have his, his, his face is in my head. I can, I can, in his dick. Cause I can see him in my vision, in my head, <laughs> but he was, he was locked in this weird house and there were like weird cave people. And then he went into a room and there was these two girls dressed like dolls. And there were these wind up soldiers, toy soldiers. And, they ended up having a little bang there, but it was weird. The porn in the 80s wasn't like today where it's just, let's just see how much stuff we can stick in you. It was like, it was like you know, there were stories, man. There were stories to tell. I wonder if it had like, like babes in Toyland. Or something well, he like says that. it's called Merry Xmas, but I don't know. I'm looking. I don't know. I... I I don't want to doubt him, but I don't know if that was it. But let me look now. Yeah, it might have been Merry Xmas Vintage 80s. It could be, man. It could be. I can't play it for you because that would get us all sorts of trouble. Yeah, we, we want to keep it copacetic. It's a Christmas, uh, Christmas episode. We don't know who's all tuned in, so... Right, so it might be this one, but I don't know. I just remember it being, I just remember Ron Jeremy, but, you know, Ron Jeremy was in so many of them, it's probably. Right, right. <coughs> I'm well, trying to find this one called Ten Little Maidens. Oh, I remember that one. 
Yeah. That that's, uh, if I could find that, that was one of the first ones I ever saw. And it blew my young mind, you know. Hey, so. hey, I know this person out there wants to remain nameless, but I got last year for Christmas, somebody bought me a pornographic film with a midget, the killer dwarf. I won't I won't say who it was because you he end up watching it. Was it yeah, yeah? And there's a bon there's a bonus porn on there called the red balloon. It's fucking great. Wow. But yeah, I, I know this person wants to remain nameless, and I'm keeping that request alive. That's yeah, okay. that's so, yeah. Right. See, that's the kind of guy I am. I'm a, I'm an '80s guy, and '80s porn wasn't like it was today. They tried to make it classy. They tried to make it, you know, yeah, like it tried to make it like it wasn't just like here's the scene, right? You know, just a bunch of scenes. You had a bunch of yeah, corny interactions and weird stories. Right, it was actually like, a movie. Nowadays, you know, the, the knock on the door, hello, pizza. Oh, I don't have any money. Let me blow you. Okay, yeah, dude, you know, in this day and age, you don't even get that. You just turn it on and it's just boning. I love. I, mean, I miss the stories, you know. And they, true. some of them, something, something couldn't. Some of them couldn't fucking uh, act to save their lives, but it was. It, I was entertained. You, yeah, I, you know, it added to the charm. Like, uh, no. do you ever see yep. behind the green door? Yep, behind the green door. And I won't pull them out and show anybody, but down here, I bought them on DVD. The guy who produced or directed Steve Kirby, all those taboo films with a uh, good old what's your face? Um, Sika? No, no, uh, the big boob chick. I can't remember her fucking name. I'm gonna look, I have to look it up. I can't I can't let right. that go. Um um I can't because she did a lot of the she did a lot of the of the of the uh she did a lot of the mom mom uh videos back in the 80s where she yeah. played the where she played the uh uh where she played the uh, god damn it um where she played the uh the mom, the older woman, the MILF role. She played the MILF role back in those days. And I can't remember her Wasn't name. Karen Black. No. <laughs> Hold on. I'm looking. I know probably somebody's already put it up there. I mean, it's weird how we've... Kay Parker. Kay Parker, all right. Kay Parker, yeah. I, own, I bought them on DVD. It was like $100 for one through six. One through three are the only ruins that are really good, but right. only a, only a, only a fucking Gen Xer could turn a Christmas special into a conversation. Hey, about all <laughs> yeah, right, that's, it's where we are. <laughs> but with that said, next year we'll do our top five Christmas horror movies. Sounds good. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling, um, maybe our next episode to ring in the new year. Maybe it, we should do our top five science fiction films. Oh, because that, yeah, okay. that's that's a lot of movies we have to break down. Now, I think we should do some exclusions. Star Wars is excluded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Star Wars and uh, narrow the parameters. Yes, because Star Wars would be our number one, two, one, three, two, four, and three. Five. I mean, it's just that's yeah. the way so, it is. So we love Star Wars to death, but it's going to be excluded. It's yep. going to be excluded. So we should I got do two our... already. So yeah, yep. folks, that is uh, it's set in stone. Next episode is favorite sci-fi movie. Yeah. Movies. We'll right. do sci-fi TV a little later in the year. 
yeah, that's something different. So yeah. So, so yeah, with we'll that, I think I'm going to hop off myself, man. So another All good right. show for the books. Merry All Christmas, right. everybody. Let me get the. Uh, let me go over to our uh, ending here because he nice. spent some time. So uh, until next time, guys. Yep. Thanks Don't for tuning in, everybody. Yep. And Wednesday is Grandpa's Music Sideshow. Yep. My my under my my New Year's uh, my uh, my New Year's episode. My end of the year episode. Grandpa undercovers only cover song. So got a request. It's got to be a cover. So with that, I say, see you later. Have a good one. Hey. Yep.